Hi, everyone. This is Brian K. Wright. You're about to hear Success Profiles Radio. I just want to take a moment before the show to share with you our new sponsor. I've been working with BestRadioTravel.com to bring the lowest hotel prices to my loyal listeners. Stay tuned during the upcoming show to hear more about how you can save 15 to 30% off your hotel rates. Now let's start the show. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a fantastic and amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be great. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I do this every week. But before I forget, this podcast episode is brought to you by Phone Sites. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any tech skills or without downloading an app. Try it free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. That's P-H-O-N-E-S-I-T-E-S dot com forward slash B-R-I-A-N. Phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Recently, I was thinking about problem solving. Sometimes we feel like we are in a situation that we have no idea how to handle. Author Brian Tracy discusses one of my favorite problem-solving strategies in his book, Create Your Own Future. And I've tried this myself a few times, and I've had some success with it. The first thing you need to do is to ask a very focused question, such as, how can I raise an extra $1,000 this month? Having a laser-focused question is very important because it gives you a very specific target. Here's the second part of your strategy. Come up with at least 20 answers to the question you just wrote down. Take out a sheet of paper and write that question at the very top, then number your paper from 1 to 20 and get started. Write down anything that comes to mind without evaluating them. The first four or five will be very easy, but your creativity will really begin to kick in when you look beyond the obvious solutions. It is entirely possible that your best answer is the last one you write down. Only when you have finished should you begin to evaluate the best ones to use. If this exercise helps you come up with two or three usable ideas, then your time has been very well invested. With all this in mind, I would like to introduce my guest. His name is Oleg Lafayette. Let me tell you about him. Oleg is an entrepreneur and has started a venture called Overcoming Odds with the mission to help others live a better life despite their hardships and misfortunes, to be determined to find a way to envision a better day, to believe in yourself, and to become something bigger and greater than yourself. He has a podcast called Overcoming Odds, and he's been on the TEDx stage. He believes that everyone has a powerful story to share and that can benefit the world. Your story does matter, and we will explore that and so much more on today's show. So here we are with my very special guest, Oleg Lafid. Hi, Oleg. How are you? I'm well. How about yourself? I'm fantastic. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much for having me on, and thank you for connecting to begin with. Oh, you're very, very welcome. We connected on LinkedIn, so mm-hmm. LinkedIn is, is great. I um going to be using LinkedIn a lot more in the near future, but it's really great when you can connect with people who are like-minded and who have uh, complementary missions in life. So that's awesome. So let me ask you, first of all, as I ask everybody, Oleg, mm-hmm. tell us about your background and your backstory. You have a history and a background that's very different from a lot of hmm. people I talk to. 
I do, and I've been very fortunate to have it. My my story begins in a small town in Russia called Chubarkul, and this is where I was born to and was very fortunate to live for the first 12 years of my life. Part of that story includes a lot of adversity and tragedy that I was able to experience as a child. And looking back at everything now, I choose to view it in this particular way because it allows me to better identify the lessons and the takeaways that I can take from each one. So the the story is that I was born to a life where I didn't have a father. My mother became an alcoholic at a very young age. And part of that journey required my sister to become my legal guardian. My sister was 18 years older at the time. And as you can imagine, as someone in her 20s, all of a sudden having a child to take care of may not have been the ideal situation for her to do so. But at the same time, I was her brother. And so for her to take care of me, I think was, there was no other option but to say yes to something like that. At least this is how I view it. Right. And so as part of that journey, there were a lot of things that I had to learn along the way. One of those was really understanding the relationship that my mom and my sister would end up having from that moment on. And a lot of that relationship depended on the fact that because our mom was not sober most of the days, that I wasn't really able to see her. I wasn't really able to find her. But as I look back at that whole journey and I try to understand why certain things happened and how certain things happened, it is then I'm able to realize that my birth mom was one of the first people that really taught me what drive and persistence really were. Hmm. Because it was during those moments of coming up short, nine out of 10 in trying to find her, that I was able to repeat this message to myself of one more only if i go to one more home one more apartment that she might be at then i might find her now like i said nine out of ten i came up short but as i look back at life right now and the skills that have become fundamental of who i am i firmly believe that she was one of the people that taught me what drive was so fast forward to when i was nine years old i had decided to make another decision in my life and that was to relinquish my parental rights, and go into an orphanage. Hmm. I went into an orphanage from the age of nine and was there until I was 12 years old. And it was during that time that I was fortunate enough to be paired up with a family from Ann Arbor, Michigan, that wanted to adopt a child from Russia. And so as part of this program that our orphanage put together with an adoption agency, one of the things that we ended up doing was we came here to the United States, and we stayed here with our future families for two weeks. Now, you have to understand that we didn't speak English, and we didn't know anything about this part of the world. And so the whole time, or most of it, was a complete culture shock, because we didn't really know what was going on, at least I didn't. I had a brief understanding of the process, and the people were, because I was able to interact with them prior to me coming here but I couldn't really understand what this environment would be like. So coming here for the two weeks, spending the brief time here, and then returning back to Russia, and that's when the adoption process had started. And then fortunately in 2005, I was able to be adopted by this family, which gave me a permanent home here in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where I was able to start this next chapter of my life But as most of us know, and as those who are listening to this show can relate to, 
with every new beginning comes a new set of challenges that you have to learn how to adapt to. And I don't think my case was any different. I think my case was very similar to that where I ended up coming here at the age of 12, not speaking or barely speaking any English, not knowing much about this culture and not knowing much about the new family dynamic or anything else that came along those terms. But if there was anything that I did have with me, it was that sense of hope that a brighter day will come and that Mm -hmm. there is a light at the end of every tunnel and that no matter how hard the obstacle may be in front of me, there's always a way that I can overcome it. Yeah. What was it like learning a a new language? I mean, how did you learn English? It was, it was a challenging process for many different reasons. I think the first one being was, so our primary mode of communication with my family was through a paper dictionary at the time. And it seems like it's been so far back, but it, it's only been 14 years. So that's how far we've progressed with technology. But for me, a lot of it was communicating through a paper dictionary. And the other challenging part was I was a teenager. And as most of us know, when you're a teenager, you don't necessarily want to follow the rules that your parents tell you. Right. So expressing frustration or moments like that, I wasn't going to do that by looking up the right words in a dictionary. Mm -hmm. So as part of it, I would act out and just like any other parent, they had to find ways to help me overcome some of this adversity that I was experiencing. In addition to that, it was also a little bit challenging to be able to sit in classrooms where I was 12 years old and some of the other kids were six or seven years old. And just the shame and the guilt and embarrassment that came with it. And all of the thoughts that I was experiencing, even though that I knew most of them were not true, such as, is there something actually wrong with me? Am I not as good as another 12-year-old kid? Why am I in the same classroom with kids who are five years younger? And then when you go into school, middle school in particular, there were moments when kids made fun of me and they would say things such as you were held back or there's something actually wrong with you. You have some sort of learning disability. But none of those things were true. And the other thing was I was never really given the time to mm-hmm. explain to each one of those kids the fact that the reason why I'm in sixth grade instead of seventh grade is because I was adopted from a foreign country and I didn't speak English. Right. No kid was going to give you the time to listen to that. <laughs> no, at that exactly. Moment. No, so it's definitely I, I, a challenge. I understand that for sure. And, and you did learn a lot of really amazing lessons. We've got a couple of minutes to our first break, but you did learn a lot of amazing lessons through this persistence and resilience, certainly being among them. Yeah, I think. And that's the most important thing that I've been able to identify within my own existence is just being able to take a step back and understand why certain things happened. I think as part of that journey, the other thing that I've learned is I used to think that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. But now I think everything happens for a reason as long as I choose to give it a reason. Yeah. And we do have the power to interpret situations in an empowering fashion. And if we mm-hmm. choose not to do that, then that will 
play with our minds for the rest of our lives. But you can choose how you interpret the story. There's more than one interpretation, and I'm really, really glad that you did that. We are coming up against our very first break. My very special guest this week is Oleg Lafid, and we are going to talk about a lot of really amazing topics. We're going to talk about the power of discovering and owning your story and how your life can change when you do discover that for yourself. We're going to talk about the importance of never saying can't, and he's been on the TEDx stage. I'd like to ask him about that, how it happened what the application process was like, and how he's leveraged that to grow in his business and in his life. We will come back very shortly. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. And if you've not downloaded and subscribed to the show, please do so on iTunes for free and leave a review. That would mean a lot. This is Success Profiles Radio. We'll come right back. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Hi, everyone. This is Brian K. Wright, Success Profiles Radio, and I just want to let you know something. Toginet Radio is partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15 to 30% or more on hotel booking fees through our own web portal, www.bestradiotravel.com. Discover the discount you can receive by going to bestradiotravel.com forward slash Brian, that's B-R-I-A-N, to see for yourself. This is a custom booking site for the listeners of my show through Toginet Radio. We've negotiated special rates just for you at over 650,000 hotels worldwide to save our customers money. Our members leverage our massive buying power to save thousands of dollars by booking with us. Bestradiotravel.com can beat the best prices offered by any other major travel booking website. Please go to www.bestradiotravel.com forward slash Brian. Sign up and enjoy the discounts right now. Once again, that is bestradiotravel.com forward slash Brian. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. My very special guest is Oleg Lafitte, and this is Success Profiles Radio. And if you've not gotten my most recent book, it's called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers. It's in Barnes & Noble. It's on Amazon and anywhere fine books are sold. And Conversations Volume 2 will be coming out in a few weeks. Look for that on Amazon uh, probably sometime in October. So, Oleg, let's get philosophical for a minute. Mm -hmm. If I were to ask you, who are you, what would you Hmm. say? That's a great question, and the reason why is because I think that question is not meant to be answered with a single label. Right. So the way that I would answer that is I would say I am an ongoing process, 
And the reason why is because I think I'm the combination of all of the identities, all of the experiences as I'm meant to be. All of the things that have happened within your life, you get a choice as far as how you choose to look at them and which elements of that you choose to identify yourself with. So for me, I'm someone who is kind, authentic, caring. I'm also someone who chooses to serve others. I'm someone who believes in myself. I'm someone who lives true to who I am. So as part of that, the list is never ending. And I think that's how it's supposed to be because that's what life is. It's an ongoing process of who you are and all the things that happen to you. Mm-hmm. So that that's the best way that I could answer a question like that. And it's very interesting to be in positions where you know you are, you should be given a single answer to a mm-hmm. question, but you just know that you are so much more than that. Absolutely. And Tony Robbins talks about how great questions are the key to unlock anything you want. Do you agree with that? I do. I do. I think great questions are the key to unlocking anything you want. As part of it, it also makes me think that there is no such thing as a stupid question. Right. I think any question can lead to that particular journey of unlocking any key to whoever it is that you're trying to become. It all boils down to, I think, starting the conversation to begin with. Yeah, absolutely. So why did you decide to become an entrepreneur? I decided to become an entrepreneur or I decided to build this particular venture is because for a very long time, I used to ask myself the question of why me? Mm -hmm. Why was I put through all of these challenges, all of these obstacles in life? And what I didn't realize was that the answer was much more simpler than I thought it would be. And it was always within me. I'm Mm -hmm. a huge believer that we always have the answers within us. It just boils down to inviting people into your life to help you ask questions, to help you uncover some of those answers. Yeah, that's fantastic. What do you think so, are some of the, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say the, the why me was the question that led me to starting this venture and becoming an entrepreneur because the answer was, if not you, then who else? Exactly, exactly. What do you think are some big misconceptions that people have about entrepreneurship? I think one of the biggest ones is that it's a straight line and yeah. that it's um, it's not full of the priceless elements that we are able to get, the skills that we're able to gain through this. Mm-hmm. I think there is a misconception that you can't make it financially. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the biggest ones. Um, how I would answer that is I think you can because you are the one that gets to identify what it means to make it financially. Mm-hmm. How much do you really need? There's no standard for that. You get to right. determine that based on your responsibilities that you have. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest one that I that I hear from day in and day out is that entrepreneurship, you it's not the way to go because it won't um, help you financially mm-hmm. and it won't help you survive. It won't help you live. Mm-hmm. That you will need another job. You will need another source of income. And to some degree, I think it is true that in some cases you do need some form of that to start it because there's no blueprint to this. Mm -hmm. You can't Google what it's like to start X, Y, and Z company and just go follow those steps and do it because that was that person's experience. Your experience is going to be entirely different because you are yourself a unique human being following your own journey. Exactly. Exactly. What do you think is the biggest mistake you've made in business? What do I think is the biggest mistake that I've made in business? 
So it's very interesting to look at mistakes and failure, and I've always looked at them as learning opportunities. But I would say the biggest one that I've made in business is reaching out to people before I am ready for that particular conversation to happen. Mm. I think um, it boils down to almost going ahead of where you should be or where you are. Mm -hmm. I think that is one of the things that I began to learn is really taking the time to be patient and understanding that, that all of this is a process. Mm -hmm. And it is then that I begin to understand that because it's a process, that patience is key in all of this. Mm -hmm. And knowing that it's okay to slow down and take a breath. Yeah. It's okay to slow down and reflect. You don't have to conquer the world and Rome was not built in a day. Right. And I think this this concept is also true in my life is that even though this whole message is not about conquering the world, it's about helping other people get um, find out elements of themselves in their story that's true to who they are. Mm -hmm. But as part of it, it also is understanding that certain events and certain things that we are anticipating to have, those things take time to plan, to execute, and that's okay. It doesn't all have to happen overnight. Yeah. If you were to tell us what your big mission was in a couple of sentences, what would you say? I think my biggest mission in life is to help people understand that their stories are unique and that yeah. they are worth it and that we're all living in experience that is entirely unique to who we are and we are constantly paving our own paths in this life yeah you talk about helping people discover their story and owning it how do you mm -hmm. do that that's a very loaded question i think the way that i would begin to <laughs> answer that is it, it really boils down to you it always starts with you and identifying the a the story that you choose to tell you to yourself and as part of it for me, what has worked is really identifying the aspects that I had to heal from, mm -hmm. that I had to accept, that I had to forgive, the people that I had to reach out to and say, I'm sorry for yeah. doing this, or yeah. I'm sorry for saying this. Yeah. That was really the, the biggest stepping stone in understanding and being able to step into the space of owning my own story. Yeah, forgiveness is important, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, being able to... I think take a step back and actually say you're sorry and mean it is a very powerful thing because just like looking yourself in the mirror and saying, I'm beautiful, I'm mm -hmm. worth it, I love this life. Sometimes those are uncomfortable words to say mm -hmm. because we don't say them enough. Right. We don't say them enough so they become part of our norm, part of our yeah. everyday life. One of the things that I loved about who you are is your gratitude. The fact that you do choose to say words like that. Mm. You do choose to become grateful for other people. And I'm the same exact way. Yeah. I think expressing gratitude to people is huge because you never know the impact that they've had on you. And mm -hmm. they don't know it as well until you tell them. Yeah. You can go throughout your whole life having one person impacted your trajectory as far as who you are today. Mm -hmm. And they may never know the type of impact they had on you unless you reach back out and yeah. specify exactly. And as part of it, 
what I've also learned is that the more grateful I've become in my life and the more I was able to reach back out to some of those people, I think I was also playing a role in helping them identify meaning of their roles, of their jobs, of mm -hmm. their careers, because then I was able to go back and help them understand that their work made a difference in one person's life. Yeah, that's awesome. So how did your life change when you discovered your story? It was really empowering, wasn't it? It was, it was very empowering. I think one of the first moments that that moment happened was actually from Tony Robbins. I was watching a video of Tony Robbins and I remember just looking at the messages that he was sharing and the way that he was communicating that to his audience. And one of the things that stood out to me was I began to see myself within him. I think we are reflections of one another if we choose to look at it that way. So I can see a reflection of myself within you. I can see a reflection of myself within other people. Hmm. So when I was able to really understand that, that's when I was able to step into this role that I can do the same. Yeah. If you can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Absolutely. What if we aren't sure what our story really is? That's also a great question. Well, I think the way that I would answer that is that we do have a story at the end of the day. And if we aren't sure about what our story is, then that's what it boils down to start to ask yourself the questions of what do I want the story to be? Yeah. You know, how can this story help me get to X, Y, and Z, which really boils down to, I think, visualization, right? Yeah. Being able to look at a future self and see what you are building toward, what you are trying to accomplish, who you are trying to become. I think that's one of the ways that we can form that story. And for me, that's what's worked the most is being able to take a step back because I was in the same place before. Mm -hmm. I used to be in that place where I didn't know what my story was. Mm -hmm. And the reason why was because there were so many different elements of that story. Mm -hmm. And putting together that one puzzle is very challenging yeah. because you have so many pieces to that puzzle. Right. Exactly. And every single day you'll have one additional piece after another. Mm -hmm. So being able to understand how does that play in to the larger piece was a challenge. But I think once I broke down the individual experiences and tried to understand, well, this one is a part of this one, this one works here, that's when I was able to understand the overarching image of it all. Okay, sounds great. Well, we are coming up against our next break, and my very, very special guest this week is Oleg Lafid, and we are going to talk about a lot of great topics. I know that I've got way more questions than I'm going to need during this hour, and that's fine. That's fine. We can... Uh, we can wrap about all of these things. He's got a podcast called Overcoming Odds. We'll talk about that. I still do want to explore his TEDx talk. And he's got a book coming out called The Genius Within Us. We're going to talk about so many things on the other side of this break. And it's so fascinating. And the other thing that I do want to explore also is the importance of never saying can't because our brain turns off when we don't think we can do something. We're going to come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio, and if you've not downloaded and subscribed to the show, please do so on iTunes and leave a review. That'd be very meaningful. We'll be right back. This is Success Profiles Radio.
position is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.brianckwright.com for more information. Once again, that's brianckwright.com. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States with quality programming, this is Tokinet Radio. business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Oleg Lafid. And let's talk about the importance of never saying can't because when we verbalize that negative energy it really permeates everything that's going on with us doesn't it it does it absolutely does i think one of the first times that i was able to really understand that message was i was in sixth grade and i was asking my dad for help with a math problem i was experiencing at the time and i think just like any other teenager i wasn't necessarily asking for help, but I was asking for him to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember coming up to him and, and asking him for that help. And what he did afterwards was something very unique and interesting. And he said, I won't solve it for you, but we can solve this together. Mm. Pulled out a white sheet of paper and we started to solve this problem together. During that time of helping me solve that problem, he had repeated this phrase something along the lines of some never say you can't do something in life Mm. 10 years later that message has stuck with me and it has been a huge principle behind just guiding me what i can and can't do in this life and you are right as far as being able to channel that negative energy and mindset of you can't do something into yes i can is extremely important because then there truly is no obstacle that you can't overcome. Yeah. No matter how adverse the situation may be, you may have to make 127 phone calls to get a hotel room donated for a speaker, but that's what it's going to take. Yeah. And the fact that you can keep pushing yourself and know that there is a light at the end of that tunnel and you will achieve that goal, that's the most important part. Yeah. I think the, the reason why people sometimes choose to accept the fact that they can't do something is because they don't see a light at the end of that tunnel. Yeah. 
And perhaps they aren't aware that they can choose. They can choose to see that situation exactly. And that's the most important part of it all is that we do have a choice at the end of the day as far as how we view every situation. Now, the, the thing about I think our journey is that fascinates me the most is that we never know the exact shape of how the result is going to come in. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. result may actually come from a conversation that you did not expect. It may come 10 years down the road mm-hmm. from some other form. Yeah. But knowing the fact that it's going to come, that's the thing that keeps me going. And that's the thing that keeps pushing me and knowing that one day in some way I'm going to find that particular thing that I'm looking for. Yeah. What keeps you going when you feel like you want to give up? I think people I think people keep me going the most and the whole reference of why I say seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Before I used to think that that light was strictly created by our, our imagination. Yeah. But it, recently I've also had a moment where I understood that in a different view and that is I also believe that that light at the end of the tunnel can be people if we choose it to. Yeah. We could be a light at somebody else at somebody else's tunnel. Absolutely. Let's talk about your TEDx talk. This is fun, 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 fun. Uh, someday yeah. I would like to do a TEDx talk. How did that happen for you? What was the application process like? For me, I was very fortunate to be connected to the person that was organizing the event. And so I remember her and I spoke a little bit about my story and she was able to get um, Snapchat of the things that I went through in life. And I think as part of it, it was just aligning the two and saying, let's do it. The theme that year was um, pale blue dot and the impact that we have on it, which is Earth. Mm -hmm. And so as part of it, I think um, it was very interesting to be selected on that stage, what I haven't had a chance to share until recently, some of our most recent episodes on our podcast, was the feelings that I actually had of stepping onto that stage and seeing those letters. Because seeing it in video is one thing, but actually getting onto that stage and seeing the letters behind you is a whole other ballgame. Oh, I bet. And it's not even necessarily because of the branding and this huge message that TED stands for. Mm -hmm. But for me, I think it was a moment where I really had to embrace the fact that I was going to share my story on that level. And one of the things was that was a challenge was um, embracing the things that have happened to me and knowing that one of the stories that I was going to share was going to be about my birth mom and the fact that she was no longer alive. Mm. I didn't know whether or not that's something that she would want me to do. But ultimately what I ended up doing during that moment was I knew that in order for me to get to the next stage, in order for me to allow one, in order for me to open a door for one other person to help them share their story, that I had to share this part. Yeah. Absolutely. So let me ask you, I mean, you're not allowed to sell on the TEDx stage, of course, but how have you used that experience to leverage your business? What I've done after delivering that particular talk was I've I've been very fortunate to a connect with the community of other TEDx speakers 
And what that gives you is essentially a network of other people who are pursuing a similar career passion, and that is public speaking. And as part of it, you're able to, I think, ask them questions as far as what other resources, what other events can you speak at? For me, one of the things that I've done is after delivering that, I've been fortunate to be contacted by other organizations, other events, other people who are in the process of hosting events, other people who are trying to start and grow businesses. So it opened up doors for different opportunities that I didn't know would be available before, different forms of consulting, different forms of speaking engagements that people, I think, associate TED with. Mm -hmm. So in a way, I think TED was able to pre-qualify me for certain experiences, which is kind of interesting to look at it that way. But I think just that's the message that it has. Yeah. That's the, that's the read between the lines that Ted resembles in this world. And so because you've been on that stage, it almost gives you a certain level of additional credibility for certain events. And, but that's not to say that anyone who hasn't done a TEDx talk is not credible. Right. I think we're all credible in our own different ways, but just being on that stage helped me in that way. And it also helped me develop a level of self-confidence that I didn't have before. Absolutely. You have a podcast called Overcoming Odds. I was uh, blessed to be on your show. Tell us what it's about for those who don't know it. What that platform is about is really just helping elevate the voices of different human experiences and different groups that we have within today's world. It started off as a platform for adoptees and foster youth to share their stories and to use that as a form of narrative therapy to help us reframe and process a lot of the things that have happened to us. What it has become since, it, it has become a platform where other people who have gone or have overcome odds within our lives to share those stories you were one of those guests included. Mm -hmm. And I firmly believe that we all have odds to overcome. So that's the thing that really connects us all. And if we choose to, we are, if we choose to look at it this way, we are much more similar than we think we're different. Yeah, absolutely. Where can so we in, find that? Uh, the best place would be through our website and that is overcomingodds.today. You can also go on iTunes and look up Overcoming Odds and that will be the podcast with all of the latest episodes, all the latest guests, as well as ways for you to listen and subscribe, re leave reviews. Um, I, I'm a firm believer if it has an impact on you, reach out to us and let us know what that is. Because just like I said before, we never know the impact that it has on people until you are able to tell us the impact that it's had on you. Right, exactly. We've got about three minutes or so to our next break. I know that contribution is one of your core values. Tell us how valuable and important that is, because we all want to feel like we're giving something or have something to offer the world, don't we? Yeah, I think we do. And I think we are. I think most of us are here wanting to serve others. And I don't know why exactly. I think the reasons may be different from one person to another. The reason why I choose to serve others is not only because of the past that I've had, and so part of me does want to change certain things about the past that I had for that next Oleg or the Oleg beyond that, but I also choose to serve others because it helps me develop my character. Mm 
Mm. It helps me better understand who I am. It helps me better understand what I'm grateful for and the moments that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. So I think it is within us to serve others. I think it really boils down to why do you choose to serve others? You know, is there an objective? Is there a purpose? And sometimes there doesn't have to be. I think sometimes it, it's it's okay just to serve. Serve mm -hmm. for this for the purpose of serving, and not have an objective, but maybe just knowing that out of service may come an opportunity that you didn't know had existed before. Absolutely, you've got a book coming up called "The Genius Within Us." It's still in process, isn't it? Correct, it is. Mm -hmm. What is It'll be what released, is writing it? Um, next year and. You know, the purpose of that book, The Genius Within Us, is really talking about our story. Mm. And that's, I believe, the genius is the story that not only we have, but the story that we choose to tell ourselves and the story that we choose to tell the, to the rest of the world. Yeah. I think the more we are able to align with the truth and our story, that's mm. when we're able to really get to the root of who we are. Yeah. So answering your question that you posed to me earlier of who are you? I think you are your story. You yeah. are the person that is here today. So that's really the genius is the fact that being able to recognize that we all have a story to tell, that our story is unique and that our story is valued. Mm -hmm. How do you discover your genius, do you think? I think discovering your genius that's a great question because that literally answers all the other questions. <laughs> mm -hmm, it does. I, For me, I think discovering my genius was all through practice. Mm -hmm. And the more I was able to share my story and different elements of it, the more I was able to piece it together. The more I was able to understand elements of, of that story that I didn't understand before. Once I was able to gain an understanding of my story, that's when I was able to pinpoint certain skills, certain lessons that I was able to take away from each one of those. So to answer your question, I would say it starts with practice, being Absolutely. able to share it. Great. We are coming up against our final break. I cannot believe how fast this is going. How much fun are we having? Isn't this great? It is. Thank you so much for having me oh. on. You're so very welcome. We've got one more segment to go. My guest is Olive Lafheve, and we will come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Down the stretch we come when we come back on the other side. We'll be right back. To motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. business, what is the number one thing that stops revenue growth? Not having enough leads. Data is the new gold rush. With phone sites, that is never an issue. You can generate as many leads as you want without paying a lead broker. With phone sites, you can build a website or sales funnel from your mobile device in five minutes or less without any technical skills or without downloading an app. It's easy and you have nothing to lose. Try it for free for 14 days at phonesites.com forward slash Brian. Once again, that's phonesites.com forward slash Brian. 
sensor that alerts your cell phone if someone is on your porch or rings a doorbell. All you have to do is tap your phone and you can see who's at your door and talk to them through a remote mounted camera and speaker. My husband thought this would be a good idea to have for our home. However, I had no idea he had installed it while I was out of town. Imagine how confizzled I felt when I returned home, went to unlock the door, and suddenly heard my husband's voice calling at me from seemingly nowhere. He had installed a camera and speaker high up in a tree next to our front porch. Talk about being surprised and confused. What's another word for being confused? Flabbertubles. It's marching Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Oleg Lavhiv, and we are going to talk about live events. Oleg, you put on live events where you talk mm-hmm. about a lot of really great things. Tell us what exactly your workshops and events are about. Mm-hmm. Well, each one of the events is unique because it explores a different theme or aspect of our story. And that is we've had events that focus on resilience, embracing your identity. Some of the ones that we have coming up here in the next three months, we have one in New York City next two weeks called turn your pain into a powerful message the two beyond that will be the courage to be you and flourishing beyond your circumstances so really using elements of positive psychology to help reverse a lot of the traumatic experiences that we've experienced in our lives and be able to reframe them and look at them from a different perspective as part of it what those who are and have attended the events experience is it's a very unique place to be in because for me, it's been one of the first places where I've had the courage to really share deeper elements of myself and also see other people do the same thing. So in addition to having the traditional set of the different speakers that will be sharing their own journeys as it relates to a larger theme, you'll also be given a chance to explore questions that are either posed by us or by a speaker to reflect on and share with the rest of the audience because that's what I think really connects us all is when we can be authentic and share with with those surrounding us and help them better understand who we are at the essence of us. That's fantastic. And where can we learn more about this? I think the best place would be our website, and that is overcomingodds.today. And you'll be able to click on the event section and see our calendar for all the ones that are coming up, as well as the different locations that we'll have them at. Yeah, I I like the topic, turn your pain into a powerful message, because vulnerability can be hard. Sometimes we don't want to tell our deep, dark story. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's it it is true. And one of the ways that I've learned that I've been able to tell that deep, dark story of mine is through reframing and really understanding how I choose to view that story, because we do give power to that story mm-hmm. through how we tell that story. So for me, being able to take a step back 
and understand that I have the power of reframing that story into the story that I choose to tell has been a huge element. But beyond that, there's so many layers that I had to go through in really even understanding what that story is. And just like I said before, the people that I had to accept, the things that I had to accept in the past, the people that I had to forgive, all of those things become a part of your story. And they're all part of that reframing process. So there's so much more than just to be able to say, I am going to tell the story in this way. I think you actually have to live it and experience it through your core to have it be impactful to who you are and actually change a part of who you are. Yeah, that's absolutely very, very important. So let me ask you, what is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice that I've ever received would have to boil down to an, an old professor of mine who told me to believe in myself. And I remember she said this during the conversation that her and I had after class. And it was one of those message that, messages that really stuck with me. And that's one of the things, if I could pass on anything to anyone else, is to believe in yourself and know that there's also someone else along this journey that's believing in you just as much. There's at least one other person along the way who believes in you achieving your dreams and you becoming the best per version of who you are. And so for me, knowing those two things, that's what really helped and pushed me forward to becoming the person that I am today. Yeah, that's fantastic. What are some of the most influential books you've ever read? Some of the most influential books I've ever read. First one, I would say Think and Grow Rich. Yes. In fact, I read that, I think, three times all in a row. Mm. <laughs> the, se the second one is actually a book that I'm reading right now. It's called The Art of Possibility. The reason why I chose those two books is to, those two books, along with Rich Dad and Poor Dad and some of the other titles, they've really helped me reframe the way that I choose to view this world. And as part of that reframing process, I'm really able to identify the fact that it truly is all possible. Mm -hmm. Everything that I dream of, everything that I think, every everyone that I connect with, all of those are possibilities in helping you create the vision that you see. So all of those books played a big role. And, you know, what's been very interesting for me is, as far as rereading Think and Grow Rich was the reason why I had the reason why I chose to reread that multiple times was I remember the first time I breezed through it and I literally couldn't let go of the book. Mm. And I read the whole thing page to page. And the second time I slowed down and I only read a chapter. And I tried to implement that chapter as fast as I could. Yeah. So if it was if it was talking about desire to go after something, mm -hmm. I would start working on my desire. If it was talking about the, I don't remember the exact term, but having a chief aim, there's essentially a goal that you set. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then you break it down as far as the steps to attain that goal. You break down the top 10, top 20, top 30 steps that you can take to get to that goal. Yeah. And so for me, I think reading it in that way has been very interesting because I'm able to apply it to my own life. 
I'm able to identify what works and what doesn't from that particular book and from any of the books that I've read beyond that. And so once I was able to really understand what works for me, that's when I developed even a deeper interest in learning and continuing to get, educate myself beyond the traditional schooling that I was able to experience. Great. What has surprised you about entrepreneurship? What has surprised me about entrepreneurship, I think the fact that it actually is possible. Yeah. That you can achieve whatever version of your dream you have. I think what has surprised me in addition to that is the power of connection. Just how a single conversation can change the entire trajectory of your life. Yeah. And you never know who that person is. You never know how you may find them. All I do know is that if I continue to put myself out there, continue to share my story, continue to connect with people like you, and know that there's a chance that you may respond, then that's the thing that's going to keep me going. Yeah, that's awesome. What is the greatest habit that has fueled your success? Greatest habit? I would say is... The greatest habit that has fueled my success is being able to identify the opportunities that can help me move forward. And that, I think, really boils down to being able to say yes and no to all the opportunities that come across your plate yeah. and prioritize which ones can help you get to the things that you're trying to achieve. So once I was able to take a step back and look at an opportunity and say, okay, is this something that is going to help me get to this now or is this something for the future? Yeah. And then I was I essentially put them in different buckets and I say, if this one's for the future, what's important within that, what I've learned, and this may go back to the question that you asked me earlier of having a mistake that I made in, in my business endeavors is canceling the opportunity that is meant for the future mm -hmm. or an opportunity that is not meant to be at all. Yeah. So saying no to something that can become a thing is a critical mistake that I made in my life and I learned through it. Rather, I just start to categorize them. And if it's something for the future, then allow that conversation to continue until an opportunity like that comes up again. Awesome. If you could give advice to the 18 year old version of yourself, what would you tell him? What would I tell an 18 year old version of myself? It is to very similar to what I said before, as far as the advice that my professor gave me, it is to believe in yourself, believe in your own ideal abilities, believe in your story. Believe in the person that you've become. Believe in the person that you are becoming. Believe in the environment. Believe in the people that are surrounding you. Believe in the fact that those around you and those that are truly there for you have the greatest intention to help you become the person that you're trying to become. That's fantastic. Any bucket list items that you've yet to fulfill? Any bucket list items? Yes, there's actually one. And that is skydiving. I've done I've that twice. It's great. <laughs> and I'm done. Yeah. I've been, I've been wanting to skydive and for many different reasons. But I think the first one is 
I think it's a very different experience yeah. compared to some of the ones that I've had a chance to experience on this planet so far. Mm-hmm. And so I, I've always been huge on being able to experience things that will help me enlarge my perspective on life. Yeah. And I think in that particular moment when you're jumping out of a plane and even though there is hope that you may survive, mm-hmm. there is still a possibility that I guess you will not. And so as part of it, you're kind of left in between. And yeah. I bet it puts you in a different mind as far as maybe you're not really given the time to think, but I like to think that I do. <laughs> but okay. you might be given you might be put in this mindset of being able to really understand what was important. Obviously. Awesome. Less than two minutes until the end. Who inspires and motivates you? We got one minute left, actually. Who inspires and motivates me? I would say my family. My family inspires and motivates me the most because every single one of them chooses to push themselves. Every single one of them continues to tell themselves the message that there is nothing that they can't accomplish in this world. Fantastic. And finally, how can we find you one more time? Overcomingodds.today. You can find us across any social media platform by searching Overcoming Odds, and you'll be able to connect with us there. Yep. You can find out more about his live events, and when his book comes out, that'll be uh, there as well. And Oleg, thank you so much for being here. It was fun. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for giving me a chance to share my story and providing this platform to begin with. Thank you. And thanks to all of you. Uh, for listening to Success Profiles Radio, join us every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, where I interview another world-class achiever and learn what they did, what they overcame, and how we can learn the lessons that they have learned as well. Until then, have a great week. Goodbye, everyone. a part of success profiles radio with your host brian k wright each week we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life we'll have guests that will come from many different backgrounds including expertise in leadership business relationships careers networking health overcoming adversity and much more for more on brian and the show check out his website briankwright.com If you've ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living, then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join us again next week for more Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright.